Hello and welcome to the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast for Sunday, October 16th, 2022. We're glad to be back after a brief hiatus. Today's message from Brother Robert is titled, Test of Obedience. And now, Pastor Robert Medley on the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. We're looking in the book of James this morning for a little while. And I really didn't have a title, if you really have to have a title. But when I was reading these scriptures, this just kind of popped out at me this week. And it says, the test of obedience. Test of obedience in our life. And sometimes we go through these tests and trials and all these things. But it just it's getting us prepared for that final preparation. Prepara- yeah. There you go. Uh, to that trip to glory, and we thank the Lord for that. In James, the, the first chapter of, in the book of James, and, and we're going to get down in where it says the test of obedience in, in, the, in the 22nd verse, but let's start with the 19th verse. It says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of, the, for the wrath of man worketh not righteousness for God. Then dropping down to the 22nd verse, it says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. And we read the word, and we study the word, and we see, and we learn. learn. And I thought we had a great, wonderful, and we always do have a wonderful uh, 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 Sunday school time. And we see... uh, where we're really standing today. We're standing today in, 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 in a time that the Bible has told us uh, uh, that's what's happening. But we look at, at this verse of Scripture where it says, Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. We know and we read and we get instructions from the Word of God. We get instructions when we pray and God relieves us the prayer or answers the prayers to us and we talk to Him with a one-on-one basis and we listen to Him and, and He listens to us. Uh, whenever I get to the point or you get to the point or we get to the point that we can't do the obedience that we're asked to do, friends, we're kind of in trouble there just a little bit. But having that obedience uh, and listening to what God has got, us to, has got for us in store, we sometimes, and I've said many times in the book or from the pulpit, many times that we may feel like that we don't know which direction that we are going, but then we open the Word of God, and there it pops out to us and gives us that direction we need, gives us that assurance that it's going to be okay, gives us that thing that God is there to help us and to protect us through life. But it says, you know, we feel like today that we look at people or people look at us, be ye doers and not hearers only. Be you doers. We have to do. We have to follow the instructions that the Bible has outlined for us to follow. We have to read and we have to study and we have to pray. And I'm, I was thinking whenever we get saved, uh, whenever the, the, the Lord saves us, uh, it's, not a, uh, it's not a sit on the pew and that's all there is to it. Uh, no, when God saves us, he expects us uh, to learn, to work, to follow his obedience uh, that he has outlined for you and I to do. We think of the golden rule in this walk of life that we see and everyone, uh, the golden rule. Uh, let me just read that to you for, for just a moment there. <clears throat> It says, therefore, all things, whosoever you would do, that man should do, you do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophet uh, of the prophets. Uh, 
that is a golden rule, but it's in the Word. That if we look at that today, I had, sometimes I wonder, and I, this is kind of my version of it, not changing the Word of God in any way, but do unto others before they do unto you. But that's not what it says, as they would do unto you. We want people, we want to treat people that. We have lost that. There's many things in this world. I said, we, we as Christians, has not lost the meaning of serving the Lord. We have not lost the meaning of obedience, being obedient of what he has asked us to do. That is the golden rule that we look at. Then we look over in, in Exodus. We're not going to turn there. But over in Exodus, uh, where they're talking about uh, the Ten Commandments. We, we, some of you may can quote that from top to bottom, and that's great. That's wonderful. But, friends, there's more, too, than just knowing the Ten Commandments. We must have that born-again experience in our life. And Jesus Christ comes in and, sets, and forgives us of our wrongdoings and gives us that love, that patience, that peace, that happiness that we're talking about. He gives us that, and we're following his obedience because we love him. Friends, that is the greatest thing that, we, that I could ever think of because he forgave me of those things in my life that would have kept me out of heaven because I was not born again. I was not living my life. I may have lived a good thought. I lived a good life. I probably could have learned my, uh, the Ten Commandments in Sunday school as growing up. And that's great and that's wonderful. That's good to live by. But just getting to heaven, we must be born again. That's exactly what he told Nicodemus. Marvel not, you must be born again. What did he tell the rich young ruler when he said, what can I do to inherit the eternal life? He began to tell him. And he said, I've kept all of that through my youth. I know that. But he said, there's one thing that I was lacking. He said, you go sell what you have and give to the poor. But friends, let me tell you something. God is in control. Do you know what we have today? And I don't want to steer anybody in any thought in any way, but it could be snatched from us immediately. It can be taken away just that quick. Why? Because God is in control. Why did you say why? I maybe shouldn't have quoted or put it that way, but God is in control. But being obedient to the Lord gives us that assurance uh, that everything is going to be, yeah, we make mistakes, we sure do, but giving, being obedient unto God and living what the Word has tell us to live by and go by and seek His face, uh, give Him praise and glory. You know, that's probably one of the greatest things that a Christian can do is give God praise and glory. I believe that with all of my heart. I believe any time. I know Brother Chris, and I refer to him because he has done great with his cross country, and he's, he does great and whatever. I mean, he fills in the job. We just appreciate him. But, but he recognizes. He recognizes those that, that has the obedience, and he helps them. He helps them. Now, I don't believe there's probably one on there that he, that he just soon not to help. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but he gives the encouragement. When we're saved, God gives us the encouragement to continue to live for him. We may think, and we do know that we walk down sometimes, as we've said that many times, we walk down the valley of, dis, of disappointment. We walk down the valley of unhappiness. And you say, 
you're unhappy if you're Christians, the devil will work every possible way that he can to get you to understand, to get you to see that being unhappy, he doesn't care. It doesn't matter to him. But we walk through those things. But there's something greater than that is the hand of the Lord when he reaches under us and lifts us up and gives us that peace, that joy, and that happiness. The obedience. The obedience. Having the obedience of living for the Lord. Being doers and not hearers only. There's probably been many messages in my lifetime that I have listened to many, many times before that I became a pastor and are trying to become a pastor. I may, I may make that grade someday. I may be a pastor one of these days. I'm working at it. But there have been many, many of messages I've probably sat under and listened to, wondering, oh, I've heard that all my life. But am I obedient to what the word of the Lord said? But there came that time in my life that I didn't know Christ Jesus. I thought I did. Didn't know Christ Jesus. I wasn't being a doer. I was being a hearer. Oh, yeah, our preacher said, yeah, okay. Being a hearer, but doing, doing something. Referring to Brother Chris for just a moment. If he, I don't know how you coach it. I've never been around cross country. I don't know what he pulls. If he pulls them off to the side or, or, or in a group before they make their, before is it a gun that they shoot now? Or, okay, before the, the final sound, I don't know what he tells them. But I'm almost sure, knowing Brother Chris, that he gives the encouragement. He gives them that encouragement of about is what is about to happen. And Jesus Christ gives us that encouragement of mine and your life to continue on for him. Just as we studied in Sunday school class this morning, fearless times is coming. And it, it talked about many things that we're seeing today in this walk of life. You say, well, we've seen that before. I think it's worse today than it was 10 years ago. I'm telling you, friends, uh, when we lose the respect uh, for people, when we lose, uh, when we lose with the don't cares, I guess that would come under respect. Uh, but when we re lose the respect for people, uh, when, we, when we don't honor I was thinking as I was thinking about this message. Back when I was growing up, uh, I heard Billy Graham say something about that last night growing up. When I was a boy, that means you were younger. Anyway, when I was growing up, you kind of heard some kids, and this kind of really bothered me to a certain extent. And at that time, probably I didn't know the Lord. I was still, you know, just a kid probably, and I don't know, uh, upper, maybe a freshman in high school. But you'd hear, you would hear people, hear kids talk about their parents, the old man, the old lady, or call them by their first name. I was a pretty spoiled kid, but I did have enough sense to know that you better not do that. Because if you did that, I'd be standing up to eat because I wouldn't be able to sit down. Because we, that is showing, that is not showing respect. That is respectful. Uh, showing respect to our parents, to our elderly. Friends, let me tell you something. That word has just about flew out the window. It's just about gone. How many times have you seen people, uh, you know, going into a store that holds a door? And I know Christian people do this. I've seen them hold the door for someone. Thank you. But there's a lot of it. It really doesn't matter. And do, is it their fault? Some of it is. But a lot a lot of it is the way they were brought up in life. Uh, friends, we have lost, uh, the, the world has lost uh, the, the uh, importance of being kind, helpful, respectable to one another. Compassion, compassion. Be ye doers 
and not hearers alone. How many times have I just told you that I've sat under ministry? Went to church several times in my life. And I think I've shared with you before, my father was not saved in many years, but he enjoyed going to church, praise God, and predict, pert, and, and, and let mom participate in what, and, and, and helped her through the life of raising the children. But being hearers, uh, but friends, let me tell you something. We still have the respect that we have, that we have for people today. Aren't, aren't you glad of that, that that respect is there? But be ye doers. Uh, when the Bible says, uh, be good, be kind, be loving, that's exactly what it means to be. It is, that is being doers and not hearers only. Hearers only. Oh, I've heard that all my life, you may say. I've said the same thing. I've heard it said the Lord is coming back. I've heard that before too. But I want to assure you something. That is going to happen one of these days. When, Pastor, I have no idea. But I know that he's getting us prepared. He's giving us pre getting us prepared. The lesson this morning was talking about uh, the situation. Doesn't it fit the world today, 2022? Just what we read in our Sunday school lesson in 2 Timothy this morning. Be ye doers. There's sometimes we may feel like that we can't do what God has asked us to do. And I'm not saying that on a negative note. I'm just saying, Lord, am I worthy? Being worthy of what you're asking me to do. You are, he wouldn't have asked you. We are, he's, he, 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 he put confidence in us. Again, going back to Brother, Brother Chris, he, his runners, and I asked Carson this morning, yeah, he was one of the medalists. He had three, in St. Louis, they were in St. Louis. Praise God, Brother Chris, you get another shot in the arm. I, I'm telling you, friend, and, and our school is teaching, not only Willa, our school is teaching the love of God. Why I'm saying that, I'm, they may not sit down in class and read it, but that love is there, and there's people that notices that. Do you ever notice that? I don't think when I was going to school, and I know many of you have, I don't remember meeting at the pole. But I still remember that we'd done the pledge, and we gave a prayer. We was allowed to pray at that time. But friends, let me tell you something. Satan has got his claws into this earth, into this world today, that it looks so uncomfortable it don't only look uncomfortable, it is uncomfortable. Friends, let me tell you what I believe. If you don't have the, 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 the plan of salvation, the blood applied to your heart to be able to stand the wiles of the devil today, friend, it is going to be tough. And it's going to not get any better. It's going to get tougher as the time goes on. We're living in that time. We think of our grandchildren. We think of our children that are small. We think of our grandchildren. We, we, it, it's a pleasure to see our grandchildren, see Sister Marcia bring her grandchildren and, and serving the Lord. But what have they got? We have to continue to be that, to, to do. Be ye doers. Do, help them, serve, and give them the encouragement that they need today. We shouldn't say, oh, well, that's just part of it. Honey, let me tell you something. As I've already said, if I did not respect my parents when I was growing up or my elders and Mr. and Mrs., if I didn't respect them, I would have been told about it many times. Now it's just a thing of the world. No, it isn't. The world has changed, but God has never changed. And his request was to be kind, to love, to seek, have compassion for those that are in need. Why do we have prayer requests? Because 
the compassion we have for them. We have the compassion for them. Some people, I, I was just looking through that this morning when Brother Chris has had to add some more uh, uh, over to the other page on the request. Uh, but there's some of them I don't know. There's some people I don't know. But does that keep me from, pray, from going through there and marking? Well, I'll pray for this one because I know them and I know the situation. I'll, I don't believe I know too much about that one. But friends, let me tell you something. We can call these out. We can lay our hands on them. We can lay them on the Bible and pray. And God knows the needs in each and every one of them, whether you and I know them or not. God does. Praise God. Aren't you glad of that today? Isn't it great to know having, being a doer for Christ and not just hearer alone, being that doer, doing what he has asked us to do. I've heard it mentioned many times in services before that God, so, you know, that so-and-so, would you do this? Well, I'm not really qualified. What is the qualification of serving God? He's being sincere. Giving him your whole heart's desire, giving him your all of your heart, giving him your full attention, letting him do the work through you. We can't do nothing within ourselves. We're just a model. We're just a piece of clay. Wasn't that in there? The verse of scripture said, "Go down to the potter's house." You know, and he 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 said, "I I want you to go down there." We know what clay is. People can make some beautiful vases, but we're we're clay. We're in the clay of the potter. We're clay in the potter's hand. He makes us to what we need to be today. I never felt like I was an adequate speaker. Still don't. But we do what God has allowed us to do. And when he gives us the message and when he gives us the reading to read, try to read it with all the understanding that I know how and let God do the work today, friends. I can't save you and no one else can save you. The saving power comes from Jesus Christ. Uh, he's the one that dwells within us. Uh, when that old spirit, uh, of, uh, that old uh, sinful spirit is getting to eat upon you and move in your life and cause you uncomfortableness, causes you to want to be mean to causes you to want to be hard to get along with but there's a time whenever we say yes Lord yes uh, in your will and in your way when he becomes in the will his will becomes in us and the old passes away and we became a new person and we see a bright light we see the bright light we're that city God has given us aren't you glad of that today we look at that over in Hebrews, we're not turning there, but over in Hebrews, the 13th chapter and the 17th verse, it says, Obey those that has a rule over you. Obey those. Friends, we're, we're human. We make mistakes. We really do. But God has got people set in place, and he has, he has instructed us through his word. Be ye doers of his word. Do what the word has asked us to do. There's not a one of us in here this morning that has trouble with stealing. That's one of the Ten Commandments. We just don't have that trouble. We don't, many of, we don't have that trouble where it says, don't have any other gods before me. It's just something we don't have. That's that, we just don't have that. But, friend, there's many people today that's got that addiction, that's got that problem in life, 
It's got something in there that is eating at them, that is eating at them. I, I, me and the wife, we were just talking yesterday or this morning, last night sometime, we were talking about when people get in an angry attitude, when people begins to find faults with everything else. She says what they need is a good trip, a good dose, I don't know if you put it that way, but a good dose of salvation. That'll cure many things. That'll cure a multitude of sins, love, Will. Aren't you glad? Can you imagine walking through this life and not having any friends in life? I don't know of any people that does. Many, some of them probably got some friends. I don't remember where we were at someplace. I don't remember something about uh, we were eating or something. It said, is these your friends? I said, yeah, I've got three friends. Two of them came with us tonight, but the other one didn't. Of course, that's just a smart remark. But friends, isn't it great? to have the friends and the fellowship with God's people. Letting God's people uh, that we dwell together. We see it every Sunday morning. We see it every Wednesday night. We see it vacation Bible school time with having the love of Jesus Christ, uh, being a doer, being a doer, not a hearer alone. There's been many times, and I think I have told you this many times, and maybe you're in the same situation sometimes. When we get something new and you have to put it together, you go through there digging for it, and, and, and the first, normally the first thing will be was the instructions laying right on top. You know, when you open up a box sometimes, you know, and, uh, and then sometimes if the instruction's not in there, you fuss around. Well, they didn't even send any instructions. Well, you don't use them half the time anyway. Won't worry about it. But the instructions are there. This is the instructions for you and I to make it to heaven. The instructions are, are there. Praise God, aren't you glad of that? Uh, I've often wondered how many of you have put stuff together. I'm sure many of you have that they give you just enough, just enough screws and bolts and, and just enough to put that thing together. And if you missed one somewhere, and I'm saying normally, if you missed one, if there's one left over whenever you're done, you've missed it somewhere. Well, I'm not going to tear it back down to find where that one boat goes to. But this instruction says, come unto me and I'll give you rest. There's times in life that we feel like we have gone. I believe there's a song. I've gone the last mile of the way. We're tired. We're tired. Talking with him, we were, went to a visitation Friday evening to a friend of ours, which I, we had him on prayer list here. And there was three girls in the family. And, and he really, I don't, he just, he just looked like he was tired in body. But they said he's at peace with the Lord. This old body can only stand so much in life. But he was peace with the Lord. Isn't that great to know that God is able to change us. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, our life can be changed. When we leave this service this morning, we go home. We, I, I don't have the assurance. Uh, I don't have the, uh, yeah, the assurance to reaching my home destination. I know where I live, but something may happen. But isn't it great to know that uh, I'm a child of the King? Isn't it great to know that there's a better place than, than where I'm living today. Oh, I'm happy from where I'm living. I love where I live. I, I, I appreciate what God has allowed me to have. 
He has given us life, and he has made it possible for her and I to enjoy life together in this life as we have retired and we enjoy life. And, and I thank God for that. But there may, there may come a time in life that I'm unexpecting something uh, unexpectable, uh, something that we don't expect. Okay, same, same word. But God is still in control. He takes care of that very need. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. Have you ever tried to fix something yourself and it just falls apart on you? Uh, I'm thinking about our cooks. We've got a great bunch of cooks here at service, and I've got a great cook at the house, and she takes care of me, and I appreciate that. But I, I think she tries, or I know she tries new, new things. Now, cornbread, she probably can whip it up just in remembrance. Gravy, she can probably do that. But there are some times that she may want to make a new dish of something. She wants to make it. I've heard people at this church say, who made that? Well, yeah, I want the recipe. Isn't that good? I want the recipe. But you have to go by that recipe. You have to be a doer of that. And you go through that recipe, and it says for call for two eggs. Uh, you don't put one. You put two in it to make it, make it be right, you know. You go on, and you just go on down through the list. When God tells us in his word, uh, we must be. We must be born again. We must have the fellowship with him. We must have, this, must have the attitude of living, learning, wanting to help and to give uh, uh, to others. Some people may think that going through this walk of life, good works is going to get you to heaven. It will if you've been born again. <laughs> it will. You heard what I said. It will if you've been born again. The works itself. I have done it. Yeah, I know. I have too. I've tried to help people. But still yet there comes that time in life, as he told Nicodemus, marvel not, you must be born again. You must be born again. What did he tell the man that had the plenty of food that he was going to tear? And I think I mentioned this last week about tearing the barns down because he had, he had plenty. But what did the Lord tell him? You fool, this soul shall be required of thee this night. This night. God's in control. Not me, not your pastor. If it was left up to you and I, they would never be a lost soul. I mean, if we had, okay, it is left up to us. But what I'm saying, if we had the power, and we know we don't have, because we have friends, and they have friends, and they have, and it just keeps going and going. But friends, let me tell you something. There comes that spirit that dwells within the heart uh, that we can only accept Jesus Christ uh, through that drawing spirit and be saved through and have that plan of salvation implanted in us. Aren't you glad that he forgave you of those sins? I don't need to know your sins. Aren't you glad of that? Aren't you glad that he said, come and I'll give you rest? Aren't you glad he said, my yoke is easy? Have we not heard the story about Well, I'd do that, but I'd go there, but Brother Amos, we don't have anybody here by the name of Amos, I guess. He claims to be a deacon of the church, and look what he does. Friends, let me tell you something. God will take care of Amos. Me and you don't have to. 
God takes care of that need. We pray we still have to have our minds centered upon Jesus Christ. I can't bring Amos under, under. I can talk to him, ever who Amos is. I can say, you know, well, Brother Amos, uh, uh, it doesn't make it right. But what I'm saying is we work out our own salvation and with fear and trembling. And God says, enter in. Be you doers, not hear only. We hear good songs. In fact, I listened to several of them last night and this morning of, of uh, gospel quartets of singing. I love good southern gospel music. I just love to listen to the words. And, and, and uh, we, I think uh, it's been sang here before. Maybe I've even sung it myself. Uh, there was a song, that, and I've heard it many times, but it's kind of like opening the Bible, and that verse pops out to you. But I was summing through there today, last night, and there's a song that came up by the McCain, it says, God on the mountain. Do you know what? When we go through trials, he's still that same God. He's up with us on the mountain. We can't live on mountain experiences forever and forever. We grow when we're low, and we seem to continue to climb. Have you ever watched that uh, uh, on the Price is Right? I forgot what they call it, and, and you guess a price, and, and this little man is a hill climber or something, like mountain climber, and they guess a price, you know. They guess the price of that item. And, and, and for every, every dollar or off, that little man climbs up, and it stops. And then they ask him another price. And they say, and it'll go, and it gets right up to the top. And if they get the wrong price, it falls over. It's gone. But God helps us up the mountaintop. And he gives us that security that we're going to be okay in serving him. He gives us that peace, that rest, that joy, that happiness, that compassion for that soul that is hurting. He gives us that need, that peace we love so well. God so loved us. We say that many, many times. But God so loved us. He did not come to condemn the world. He came to save. He came to save. He has a, a, a chosen few. But that's because we chose. He doesn't turn nobody away. It's their choice. Somebody said, how can God send you to hell? God doesn't send you to hell. You send your, people send themselves because they don't make that choice of serving him when that Holy Spirit reaches down and touches that need and gives us that compassion. Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, for being, letting us be doers and not hearers alone. Lord, we heard the Word of God. We've read the Word of God. We sang about it. We love you. And, Lord, we know through all this life that we're living, Lord, it's just a short time. We're just as a vapor here today and gone tomorrow. But, friends, let me tell you, friends, today God so loved us. And, Father, we know that today. Lord, I'm, I'm praying for our entire congregation. Lord, for our entire uh, uh, sickness, Lord, for our bulletin of those that need prayer, the prayer request. Lord, those that may need a touch just from, from discouragement, Lord, we don't know the needs in their lives, uh, but God, you do, and you know the need in every one of our lives this morning. Guide and direct our hearts and help us to be an overcomer of the things of the world. Uh, but Lord, have that be ye a doer and not a 
hear only. Lord, we have heard the word. Help me to be a doer of what the word says to do, to love, to cherish. Lord, to spread the gospel. And I want to be part of that number. I love you today. Bless the church this morning. Go with us and guide us, and we'll give your name the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope that you got a special blessing out of today's message. We'd like to invite you back next week for another edition of the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. Thank you.